This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers Podcast, presented to you by Flawless Voice Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on all social media, so Facebook, I don't really know how I like that. And my AKA for today is uh, LeBron James was acting like Jamie Foxx over that non-call in that game, and that shit was funny as fuck to me. Um, and I, as usual, I'm joined by my friends and my co-hosts. Um... Hello, everybody. It's Candace. My AKA today is you husbands on Potomac are too old to keep trying to have a pussy off. Y'all Ooh. have spent the whole season talking about each other's vaginas, and I am tired and I am weary because a good few of you are premenopausal. So that thing dry. <laughs> Leave us alone. And I am joined, um, well, we are joined lastly, but we're joined by Adrian, who, please, if you listen to this, please subscribe to our Patreon at the red noise level. It's $5 a month because Adrian cut her ass on today's episode of Ratchet Reloaded. Hey, y'all. This is Adrian. AKA, I'm sick of this love and marriage, divorce and B music that everybody keep releasing. <laughs> okay, so before we get into the shows, um, I had tweeted about it, but I don't know if um, Adrian and Jeremy saw it, but Rich Dollar's daughter is in the news. Did y'all hear about that? I did yeah, see I tweet about it. Uh, and free, okay. free Ashley. Free Ashley. I want to say this with my whole chest. If you, if you, and if I got a restraining order on you and you in any way violated, I should get to turn you into Swiss cheese by default. I don't disagree. I don't care what the circumstances are. If I got a restraining order on you, don't call me, don't text me, don't show up at my job, don't go by my mom and them house, don't try to reach out to my cousins, don't try to add me on Facebook, don't retweet me, don't like a post on Instagram, don't try to TikTok, don't do nothing, stay the fuck away from me. Because if you violate it, you're basically letting me know that my life is in danger. That's how I feel. Because how you don't know, you don't know where, you shouldn't know where I work. And you coming up here with your friend and they want to talk about, I was trying to give her money. Man, fuck that. You can Zelle, cash out. Hello. MoneyGram, Instagram. PayPal. Like, it's too much shit you can do for you to come to me and you're violating You could have even court. sent it by Western Union if you ain't have none of that. But don't come up to my job where I never told you where I work. Mm-mm. She should not have been arrested. But that's, I mean, that's just a trend in this country with the protection of women, especially Black women. You can't get a restraining order until they're damn near doing a bunch of stuff. Then you're told, well, we really can't enforce until they feel like you're in quote unquote danger. So he roll up on me and I, I wait to see whatever they're reaching for. And then I'm shot and killed. And then what? Nothing. Because exactly. police actually don't even have a duty to protect you. Yeah. 
So no, nah, I'll I'd rather be judged by twelve than carried by six. Bar. And one of those six is the coroner. No, thank you. Sorry. It is what it is. Um, I mean, I just guess we'll save it till we get to Potomac. But I I want to discuss this news that Ron and uh, I'm gonna just call him Ron, Robin Ron. and Juan have gotten married, and the people on the internet are putting a lot of sauce on it. But we'll we'll circle back to that. Let's head over to Love and Hip Hop Family Reunion because it did not disappoint. Mm-mm. It did not disappoint. Did I'm not disappointed. First thing I want to say is, Gunplay, you full of shit. And I'm going to tell you how I know you full of shit because when Gunplay and Miami Tip were on Love and Hip Hop Miami before the pandemic hit, he spent a lot of fucking time in Miami Tip face and between her fucking legs. And you trying to act like she was just your little jump off or some shit like that. You was even helping this girl with her music. And and because Miami Tip, I, I guess she rap a little bit, but also she started managing artists and stuff like that. Because um, at one point she was like, she was managing Suki. Okay. And doing business with Suki. And <laughs> in that season, she was doing like, Gunplay was coming to her on a business note as well. So stop, like, one thing I hate when niggas do that, you sold that girl a dream. And for whatever reasons you decided you didn't want to take her serious in the relationship, you went and got with somebody else, flaunted it in her face, and when you didn't like her response to it, you tried to act like she knew what it was. He want to fuck that girl there at the family reunion. That's what all that- Yeah, there's too much tension there. That was all that energy was for. She came in. She was cool. And maybe she was on the internet antagonizing you and your new girl. I I can't speak to that because I don't follow them like that. But if you such a P, like you said in previous episodes, a player know how to keep it cool. Why you got all that energy and she not even reacting with you? What happened was you was expecting her to come and be on your nuts when she came in there. And that's not what she did. And then pissed you off. Yeah, it was yeah. a blow to his ego. You trying to put yeah. on so much so you can show your girl, oh, hey, yeah, she was there, but this is how I acted. When a nigga act like that, he's still trying to fuck that girl. Because yep. if you really didn't give a fuck about her and you was happy and solid in your relationship, you would have paid that girl fucking dust. You had a fucking meltdown when she entered the room and got on the mic. You and cussing her out. Baby you, you, yeah, you cussing her out, talking shit talking about if 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 i wasn't a better nigga i would do this or do that nah that's that you giving her too much energy for a man that's happy in a relationship with a baby on the way and the irony of him saying if he was a better nigga as if he actually is a better nigga yeah that part like you are a nigga named gunplay sir i want to say every episode i'm more embarrassed for jen fresher been putting babies in this girl since she was in fucking high school and he has not married her knowing let me, let me, before, don't, don't jump on me. I'm not saying all women want to be married, but she clearly wants to be married to him. For whatever reason. For whatever reason. And he has been putting babies in her since she was a fucking teenager. And they are still not married. And she is yet holding on. To That's a nigga fucking named embarrassing. Fresher. To a nigga named Fresher. Fuck they didn't even go fresh. to their prom because she was pregnant. And that's why it's a fuck fresher because you took her prom away from her. And then this redo prom, you come in a fucking short set. I <laughs> set that nigga on fire. I'm sorry. Like, 
you come in a short, like, this is a time to make up something that I lost. And you come in a fucking short set. Nigga up exactly. just like he was on a tongue going to cruise and shit. Hell yeah. Finna play space exactly. or dominoes. Nigga. <laughs> also, how do... <laughs> How do y'all have an event and y'all not even properly dressed for it as a couple? Yo, he really was. He really was just like he was about to sit down to play space. And the irony <laughs> of all you old motherfuckers acting like y'all don't know what 90s fashion about. There is nobody on that fucking show that was not popping and booming in the fucking 90s with the exception of maybe Alexis Sky. Yeah, because she, she like 25. The, the rest of y'all no 90s with 90s fashion looks like mm-hmm. so give it a break get off the fucking gas but my favorite part my favorite part of this episode and i know y'all probably gonna think it's lyrica beating up shikana but it's the fact that we didn't have to end up seeing safari on our tv screens <laughs> i've never been so glad for a motherfucker to get covid in my life <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> Only time I was. I hope happy, you had Omicron. The only time I was happy about somebody getting COVID this this uh, good was when Forty Five got it. Yeah, fuck but you, this, Ava DuVernay. But the, <laughs> yeah, folks got really weird about that. Like y'all not as petty as y'all say y'all are. The nigga tree was not a foot. I was having a wang dang doodle. Let me tell you something. I was. Listen, I got them jokes off. Okay off you hear me um but so my again adrian you you just said it and i think it applies here y'all not as petty as y'all claim y'all are because there is no way y'all think lyrica was in the wrong there is no way y'all sat up there and watched shikana say awful shit about that girl mama bring up her child and everything else and y'all think she shouldn't have popped uh shikana in her shit and this is what I'm talking about when I say, like, y'all just, y'all y'all practice, y'all pretend, y'all with that action, but y'all not really. Y'all are fucking scary and y'all are fucking cowards because Lyrica did what the fuck Lyrica was supposed to do. Don't bring up my fucking child. I may let you slide with something about my mama because that's a grown woman. And if I, and if I sick her on you, she going to beat your motherfucking ass. But don't bring up my fucking kids ever, period. My only- And so Shekinah deserved to get popped. My only issue with that is as a black woman and a mother, Lyrica should have slid that bitch. She hit, she was hitting, but she wasn't really hitting how she needed to hit. (laughs) She should have slid her. You had, you had one clear shot and then a few over the back of the couch. You were supposed to clear her. And that is my only issue with Lyrica. If you gonna fight, you need to fight. If you gonna sneak a bitch, you need to sneak. Now you you were supposed to you were supposed to grab Shakana and just wail on her motherfucking head. It wasn't supposed to be one hit. You were supposed to grab and never let fucking go. Y'all and then Shakana doing all that screaming, but you got all that mouth, bitch. You y'all got are. to know its consequences for when it comes to talking about people's kids. I don't know what world y'all live in where you think you're gonna speak negatively on somebody's kids in their face and they ain't gonna slide your motherfucking ass. Y'all are absolutely correct. And Lyrica should have slid her way worse. Well, actually slid her because she didn't really slide her. Mm-hmm. What have I been saying? What have I been saying? Lyrica can't fight. Exactly. If that was anybody, <laughs> if that was anybody with an, an ounce of skill in fighting, 
Shekinah would have had to be, Shekinah would have been crying like she was over. over Shekinah would have been taken to the hospital. Exactly. He's lucky it wasn't Chrissy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And and I need, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to need Mama Jones to eat a bag of dicks with that respectability politics bullshit because we have watched you for 87 years now antagonize Chrissy. Mm-hmm. Fuck with people that don't fuck with Chrissy just to get under Chrissy's skin mm-hmm. and all kind of shit. Bitch, you is in no position to be the fucking moral police here of all pu- fucking people. I'm going to keep it a stack. She yeah. had a lot of fucking nerve. I'm going to keep it a stack. Watching somebody who is the mama of Jim Jones of all goddamn people be the respectability police was hilarious to you, boy. Hilarious. Now, I get her wanting to pick and choose who come to that brunch or whatever, Soul Food Sunday, whatever it is she had. But your event kind of lame because y'all enjoyment came from talking about the people that you didn't invite. Meanwhile, the people that you didn't invite is kicking it at the pool, having a good fucking time. Having a wang dang fucking doodle. And I fuck with Spice because she said we gonna do this scene and everybody gonna be in in Gracie Noir. I fuck with it. Yep. Yep. I enjoyed that episode. Truly. (laughs) I did. I did. Um, Shekinah, you deserved worse. You got off easy, bitch. You got mm-hmm. off easy because you got if hit a by real, If you had fight. tried a realer bitch, you would have got a realer ass whooping. Exactly. Your saving, sure. your saving grace is that someone who someone who deserved to hit you, hit you, but that person can't fight. That was the saving grace. Saving grace. Speaking of saving grace, love and marriage, DC. Not disappointing me again, yet again. Mm-mm. Probably much better that Monique and Chris are not on here being boring. Um, first things first. Now that now that we know he used to be a police ass nigga, the way he's treating his son makes absolutely makes absolute sense. Nothing but respectability bullshit. Nothing but pull your strap, pull yourself up by your bootstraps bullshit. He sounds al- just like a Blue Lives Matter type of nigga. And also, if that's how you treated and ran up on your son, I hate to think of the young black man you was terrorizing in the oh, street. Thank you, Adrian. Mm. Let, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it because I was gonna bring it up, but nobody else did. Because let me tell you Come something: on. knowing knowing that nigga was a cop and seeing him being like, "What's up? What's up, boy?" I wish I was there to beat your ass on behalf of your son, personally. And you, boy, you don't see, you don't see the hand that you play and how that boy is, man. Okay, Adrian, calm yourself. Fuck him now, because when you're listening through his son's pain. Because that was pain that 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 young man was in. He has messed up and he's trying to get on track. He's trying. And you're not you're not helping. I get that when your kids are going through something, you want them to come and reach out to you. But sometimes you don't have the words or grip on your emotions to go to somebody. This was a job that you set me up with. If my parent sets me up with a job I'm pretty much feeling like I got it because if not why are you why are you putting it on the gas that I need to go and do this even when he was talking he was talking like oh I got him this job but the background check came back messed up so he took a minute yeah and I feel like he knew like don't have me do all this work Go, doing drug tests, filling out paperwork and all this other shit. And you know 
that I can't pass the background check based on my most recent legal issues. We're not talking about some shit that he did when he was 12 or 13. He is literally on probation right now. Mm-hmm. And you knew that. So I just feel like you was on some sucker shit and, and set your own son up for, for failure the more I think about it. Because if I tell somebody, yo, um, my son looking for a job, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, I know a position. Can he pass a background check? It's two things I'm going to ask whenever I'm trying to help somebody get a job. Can you pass a drug test and can you pass a background check? Because that's the two important things. Even if you're not totally qualified and I know I could get you in the door, cool, I could get you the training you need. We could get you up to snuff to do the job. But that's but can like you, me. Can you, Go ahead, Candace. No, I was just saying, but can you can you pass the minimum qualifi- qualifications to get in the door? And typically with jobs, that especially like the hospital, the government, the post office, the this, the that, things like is can you pass drug tests? Can you pass background check? Yep. And that's letting me know he don't have the pull that he thinks he does. Yeah. Yeah. But how, I mean, I don't know how you thought that was going to work, but it seems like little Jamie kind of withdraws to get himself together because he doesn't want to take stuff out on his family. And he should be allowed, he should be allowed that space to do that. Yes, I'm disappointed. Maybe I just want to kind of work through my disappointment on my own before I engage with y'all. Because if somebody going to be screaming on me that I'm grown and I need to be taking care of myself and I'm a man, if I encounter a life disappointment like not getting a job, I don't think I'm a, I don't think I'm gonna come to you to come for comfort, quite frankly. I think I'm gonna have to fortify myself to deal with your bullshit on it. And that's a reflection of you as a parent, and you should feel ashamed of yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I hate that. Go ahead, get it off your chest. Because it's just making because I think we all saw the same thing. And like I said, finding out he used to be a police officer made total sense. And and how he even deals with his own son, because right. it's part of the course. No, no type of empathy, no care, no concern. Just mean, no hard, and unrealistic. No self control, no boundaries. Because again, and- again, and Adrian said this last week. Why would you buy somebody a car and you know they don't have what it takes to maintain it, even down to getting a ticket? Mm-mm. And I did just to sit up there on camera. Sorry, Jeremy, I'm gonna let you run off into the wind. But to sit on camera and be like, he ain't doing shit, he ain't got nothing, he ain't nothing, he ain't that's your son. I don't give a damn how mad I am. The world is not gonna see me beating down on my fucking child because he gonna he getting beat down on enough as it is. It was just really mean. That shit hurt my feelings. Well, really, st- and and to to further emphasize that, like when Lil Jamie was saying, like he, I, I of the two of them that were yelling and screaming, like I believe Lil Jamie when he was saying, like he putting on for these cameras because he is. Yep, because he is. I picked up on that too. I oh, picked up on that too. Because I'm sorry, but there's no way you finna sit here and tell me that this is how you actually like are. Well, I believe that that's how he is. Like we just said, like no empathy, no self-awareness, no emotional intelligence at all. But you're not finna tell me that you up here talking about you'll beat your son ass and who you think you're trying. Like you, you not you are a cop, nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not finna convince me that you bought that action, nigga. 
That's what the fuck you not finna do and, and play in my goddamn face and lie to me like that. That's why your big bad built um John Sally um Wizard Kelly built ass fell down them steps. <laughs> right? Like imagine a nigga that fell down the steps like that talking about they gonna beat somebody ass. Boy, boy. And fell down the steps cause cause your Gucci flip-flops were slippery. You boy. a bum. Fuck out of here. Mm-mm. Yeah. Huh. Fuck fuck you, big Jamie. Just that yeah. that I mean, that's all I got. You are presenting as a horrible parent that didn't pour into their child the way that they needed to. And now because he has had some difficulties, it's embarrassing to you. Oh, I'm a cop and my son is in criminal trouble. I think it's a pride thing. And mm-hmm. how you look to other people on the outside, which is why you probably have indulged your son, buying him cars that he can't upkeep. Because you're worried about what people on the outside looking at him are going to think instead of instilling character into him, having care and concern for him and his well-being. You a whole fuck nigga. No, talk heavy. Speaking of, I, I didn't like Winter last season. I don't like her this season. Hold, I have um, a, before you go into that just a really quick question why are all how come anytime there's a winner on a reality show they are messy as fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's all I have for that the answer is yes that's all. why are they messy yes um I don't know if you watched last season Adrian um but what happened was Winter brought her ass into this friend circle and started immediately talking shit about the ladies. Like, had a sit down with Monique and was like, I heard about how quick cheats on Ashley, and I heard about Jamie doing this, that, and the third on Arena, and I got receipts. And when they asked for him, she could never produce them. All because her ex-husband, her now ex-husband, Kevin, got caught up in some really big financial scandal where he basically was in legal trouble for money laundering and shit like that at his company. And they clocked her for, for not knowing because her and the Kevin guy had only dated for like three or four months and then just ran off and got married. And as soon as the legal shit hit, she instantly wanted to divorce him. And so then she tried to rebrand as a, as a relationship coach. And they were like, not to be mean, but how are you a relationship coach? And you marry somebody after a few months only for them to get caught up as being like a fucking criminal. And wasn't there some other details that made it even worse, Candace? Like she had never been to his house or some shit? Yeah, she'd never seen where he lived while they dated. Whole time he was living in his parents' basement. And this man like 50. <laughs> so it was it was just, and it was weird. And so when they like kind of called her out on her shit a little bit, she basically got mad and started going around saying that, you know, Quick and Jamie was cheating on Ashley and Arena and her and people have sent her receipts and even at the reunion when they asked for the receipts she couldn't produce them so Not they don't fuck with her with the marriage license yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so now she, she called Ashley and Arena gutter Barbie saying like they beautiful but they always uh hidden low and below the belt and so she's now making this song being produced by Sherelle's husband or whatever, who is a friend of um, a friend of Arena. And I can already tell I'm not going to like Sherelle. Like, I could just tell. I'm sorry. That's a that's a conflict of interest. 
and yeah. talking about, well, I can stay neutral. No, you can't. No, the fuck you can't. You can't. Because her neutral now, you can, seems real messy. You can, yeah, you can stay neutral if Winter wasn't trying to work with your husband to make a diss track about your friend. But this is beyond neutral territory, in my opinion. It is. It's beyond neutral because there is no... Because there is no old oh, both sides were at fault. No, it's clearly one side was at fault, and that is one side. Yeah. You can be also, neutral. Also, what is it? No. What is it with you motherfuckers thinking everything calls for you trying to have a music career? I Y'all are sick. not talented. I am sick Y'all are starting to become mixtape rappers. I'm sick of Y'all are becoming mixed. Yeah. Y'all are becoming mixtape rappers. I don't like that shit. We didn't clown niggas too much for being 40 and trying to get their mixtape out. For you bitches, every time something gone, y'all think y'all can run into a studio and start singing like a, a pregnant cat. Defund music studios. <laughs> Defund music. Defund microphone. I'm willing to invest in the in the music to prison pipeline when it comes to uh people who don't have musical music talent. To prison. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jeremy. Where you was at? Music to prison. Pipeline. I, all right, that might be the show title. Honestly. Music to prison pipeline. <laughs> with it because I'm just saying, I'm tired. Ain't you tired of motherfuckers thinking every infraction in their life mean they should go make a song? No, you shouldn't go make a song. You should go sit on that lady's fucking couch. This is the problem with everybody trying to have a viral TikTok hit. This is a problem where we're not gatekeeping music no more. But also that. And I know that and that's probably wrong because there's probably people that were immensely talented that didn't get through because of the gatekeeping, but I'm kind of willing to take that collateral damage to that's not have all them of and Jesus. Yes, like just stop. Just stop. I'm sick of divorce and be music. Like y'all. Just listen to Lemonade. If you feeling, if you going through, just listen to Lemonade. Don't make your own music. Just listen to Lemonade. Khalees. In anything. Just, just sing in the shower. Like, we losing recipes. We used to just sing in the shower and act like we could carry a fucking note. Mm-hmm. Then, I, I, you know how many times I sang Don't Break My Heart by Tony Braxton in the shower? Down bad. Down bad. I ain't never thought to go get in nobody's studio. And y'all shouldn't either. Send it back. Jail. Send it back. Yeah. Send it back. Um, then we go and we have like a sit down with Winter and Arena. And this, again, I can't believe no bitches from D.C. is not fighting like they fighting. Because the minute they would have brought up my child, Arena should have jumped over that table and beat Winter's ass. Because if your tea is the fact that you and Jamie sent Jason to a place where he could get the help he needed to be independent as a blind person, what that's not no tea to me. You know that's- how many you know how many parents of of disabled children, and I'm sorry if that's the wrong word to be using. People children with you know, situations like maybe they're deaf or they're blind or, you know, things like that, had the resources to send them to places where they can be, where they can learn and learn independent life skills and be around people that are like them and not feel alienated. That is a fucking blessing if you ask me. I think I'm, I think I might have misheard that scene because I thought the tea she was spilling was that they sent 
Jamie away. No, they sent little Jason away to a to a place for probably for blind children or and he aged out of it. And that's why they brought him back home, then brought her mom out there to take care of, of Jason so that him, so that her and Jamie could run the streets. Oh, okay. I misheard that whole scene. I thought she was talking about Jamie, little Jamie, because I because I also made a note like, okay, well, a lot of this is starting to make sense. Y'all didn't have no, control. No, no, no. They were talking okay. about little, they were talking about Jason and him being blind. And okay. you know, sending him okay. away, and I'm like, that's not a what. That's not T. If I had the resources, if I have a child that's blind, because little Jason is very, very high functioning and independent. Mm-hmm. He is even from last season. He knows how to do his own laundry. He knows how to you know prepare simple meals for himself, which is why he wants to go to this new place so that he can learn more independent living skills and be able to get a job and live independently. He does not want to be at home. He is very high functioning. And so acting like that's the T, like you got one up on her. That's why I don't fuck with winter. I'm so sorry. I don't care how much I like a person. You're not going to come in my DMs, my mentions. You're not going to try to send me no T about nobody's kids unless it's a life or death situation. And I could take it to them and hopefully it can help their kid. But Brent talking about, oh, he went away to a facility for the blind. A lot of people wish they had those resources. So I don't like Winter at all. I don't like her. No. She reminds me of Treasure from Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she does. She does. Um, I'm looking forward to this season. Look like a lot of the the ladies ain't going to really be liking each other. And in true fashion, to me, Ashley is my favorite. And I think they did her, I do think they did her a little dirty when she did that interview. But I also think she has to be realistic about the show she's on and who she's connected to when it comes to the show. Monique and Chris are some really common names amongst the reality TV circuit. And to go from what happened on Real Housewives of Potomac and her abruptly leaving to then be in the face of Love and Marriage DC for the pilot season, then abruptly leaving for season two, people are going to ask other cast members what's good. You can't get around that. So, you know, I don't know what she wanted, but I'm glad that she's doing press for her book. That's all I got there. Good luck, everybody. Except for Big Jamie. Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Y'all ready to move to Potomac? Yeah. I'm ready to move to Potomac. The first thing I want to say, this applies to Karen, this applies to Giselle, this applies to Ashley and anybody else. I think it is so low level gutter snipe trashy bullshit to imply men who have done nothing to you have made you feel uncomfortable or have tried to come on to you as gotchas against other women on the show. I truly do. Like, it's too much going on out here when it comes to women being violated, assaulted, sexually, and harmed for y'all to be sitting in front of these cameras lying like this. Because when they rolled the footage back, and Karen, you dead fucking wrong, but this is why I now understand why you were sitting up here listening so intently to Giselle when she was doing that bullshit to Chris Bassett. 
because you doing the same thing to Juan. And it's enough shit to say about Juan without acting like he was being handsy or grabby. And when they rolled the footage back, he, he gave you a church hug. It wasn't even a full embrace. But like, the, footage, the footage that they showed, was that from after the reunion? Because with the situation she was talking about happened af- like, after they were leaving like the reunion. That's why I got a little, that's why I got a little bit confused. I didn't know if that was supposed to represent the time. Cause that said one month ago. So I don't, mm. I didn't know how that fell in with the reunion. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not because sure. Because just cause he is... didn't hug close during that doesn't mean what she said happened after re- the reunion didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, again, one, to me, one is not even that fucking friendly. Like, it just, I just don't like them doing that. I feel like it just, it, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It left a bad taste when Giselle did it, when Ashley's a uh, little ugly friend did it. Like if they did something to you and it, it made you uncomfortable, speak, yes, yeah, speak up. But don't wait until you're trying to throw some shit in Robin's face to be like, well, your man made me feel uncomfortable. Don't use it as a gotcha. My issue you, is, go ahead, Jeremy. My issue, and I kind of alluded to this on Reloaded, um, and when Candace was talking about, you know, shows that we could bring to the forefront and put to the back burner, I'm going to be honest with you. I have been overall disappointed with this season of Potomac because of shit like this. Because I feel like shit like this is filler. Like, that's how I honestly I feel like most of it is filler because they have other stuff that's going on that they could be talking about, but they're refusing to put it on the cameras. And that's fine, that's their right, but we getting all this other goofy shit. But this is goofy. I'm sorry, this is goofy. Like, there's so much going on with Warren right now where, like, we don't need this. Like, I don't know, I just, I agree with Candace. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It damn sure leaves a bad taste in my mouth because I'm just sitting here like, all this going on while Michael Darby is still part of the goddamn show and he is literally assaulting people. Yeah. So it's just, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. It feels like Phil. It feels like we need to talk about something because we're not giving Andy or the cameras anything real to actually roll with. And I just have not been satisfied overall with this season. I I feel like this season has been full of fabricated mess. Is that yes? I don't feel like any of it is authentic. Um, to the point where like Sharice and Karen are talking about that's why the people at the Safeway know your business. Like when you start getting down like to shit like that, this is not real. And that's my issue. That's my issue with Andy. When you start noticing that the drama the ladies are having is, is bullshit. It's time to really switch up the cast because the allure of these shows, the allure of the, the housewives franchise was that it was a bunch of married, rich women or divorced women who run in the same circle and it's it's always mess amongst these circles. This mess doesn't seem real. Even if we like get to this argument with um Karen and Robin, is Karen a beautiful woman? Sure. But like I don't know. And I feel like I'm tired of them bringing up Karen fucking somebody else. I feel like at this point, it's common knowledge that Karen keep her a side thing and her and Ray have some type of agreement. Why yeah. is it a discussion? Yeah. That that's my thing. Um, because I think it might have been a preview for next week where Sharice is saying 
they went to wherever they were and that Karen fucked somebody in the bathroom there. And it's like, so what? Like, so what? Because all it's, you and it's, is adding to the legend of the Grand Dame, honestly. And it's like, y'all are too fucking old to be caring what the next woman is doing sexually. Can we say it? So what if Karen did go fuck somebody in the bathroom? Okay, now what? Where are we going from here? What 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 do it matter? And why are you that invested? And it's taking me back to Monique because again, Sharice is constantly invested in what the next woman is doing. This is the trainer shit all over again. Y'all were invested in who Monique might have been fucking outside of Chris Samuels. Ah, what what is gonna get you? I will say some some tea dropped this week. So everybody was calling Karen a liar on on the interwebs when they had their big argument. And we nothing else really mattered to me in this episode. Um, I'm I'll be honest, I'm really sick of Wendy and this Jacqueline shit. Like, baby, Jacqueline, baby, take your ass home. You not want it there. You and you and Mia are not friends no more. Get get on, baby. We don't care. But mm-hmm. Karen stated. <laughs> Karen stated that Juan had a woman that he had been dating and seen all around um, Potomac and, and Maryland with, and, you know, everybody called her a liar and that's not true. And this, that, and third, and we'll get to, to Juan cussing Robin the fuck out. That was embarrassing. Um, but this week or last week, should I say, a woman did come forward with, and she, she contacted a, a, a well-known blogger who keeps up with all the real housewife stuff and she absolutely stated that she and Juan had been seeing each other and it was like at the it was like right the height towards the return to normalcy period of COVID I don't want to say after COVID because COVID is not over but the return to normalcy period and Robin knew and Robin's only request is that the woman not go to blogs and expose it and try to keep it as low as possible and she basically stated that what caused her and Juan to cut ties was that Juan had a bad habit of sharing, of telling his friends that they could fuck the woman he was seeing outside of Robin. Not him trying to make people pass around. Yeah. Yeah. He was basically trying to pass her off to his friends and she didn't go for it. And then they stopped speaking. He'd hit her up in like some, at some, like maybe the beginning of 2022 and she never responded, but she sent over like hotel folio receipts that Juan had booked for them with his name and stuff on them. And, you know, showed screenshots of text messages confirming it was his number and so on and so forth. And so it's just kind of like, I'm going to say this. It tracks because if we remember like maybe last season or the season before that or last season, Robin spoke about how depressed she was during COVID to the point she didn't want to get out of bed. She didn't want to help her kids do homework. Her son was getting the effing gym and shit like that. And so I honestly believe that this is true, that he was dating somebody. Robin didn't want to be bothered, you know, and instead of getting her the help that she needed, he was like, fuck it. Ain't no pussy like new pussy. But it's like if you robbing and you know that that is waiting in your closet, why are you trying to press Karen? It sounds like y'all can relate. Y'all can relate. And did, did, thank you, Adrian. That brings me to my next point. This is my issue with Karen and Robin. 
y'all are so y'all are too scared to stand up in y'all shit and say that y'all potentially have a non-traditional non-monogamous relationships and i know that it's frowned on y'all have built these brands as being married women and having relationships with semi-famous men or wealthy men but y'all are doing a lot to keep people from finding out that y'all are in non-monogamous relationships and i think it's dumb Uh i absolutely think it's dumb it's very dumb and it just makes it because remember i think it was it was during them seasons where like karen and freaking um karen and giselle was um was feuding and remember remember Candace when they was in that car and Karen and Ashley had got into it and Karen was like my marriage is an institution (laughs) remember that shit yeah I remember that shit (laughs) and it's like ma'am ma'am them titties is sitting too pretty for me to believe you putting them in Ray's face and it's fine it's fine Karen it's fine nobody cares nobody cares for real Right. Yeah. Nobody does. And that's why I wish people would stop bringing it up. I honestly, I am fine with them not letting us know that their arrangements that they have in their marriages. I'm fine with it. Yep. Yep. But if I'm Robin and I know what I know about what's going on in my life, I'm leaving Karen alone. Absolutely. I don't have anything to say about if she's messing with blue eyes, green eyes, clear eyes. It don't matter. Like, I don't have no eyes. Right. Like, and then you want to bring up pictures like Robin to me, Robin set herself up for this because this person hadn't come out before this about their relationship with Juan. But you better believe when Karen is a fan favorite. We see that she be on bullshit. We don't care. I know I personally don't care. So you do that. fan And fans are unhinged out here. So you get her fan group riled up. They're going to find this woman. So to know that you got that, you, should, you shouldn't have let Giselle set you up. Because if Giselle wanted everybody to know about the blue eyes pictures, Giselle should have been the one to release it. But Giselle don't want those problems with people digging into her and past her holy horse past. So she set you up to do it when you got shit that you don't want up front. So worse of luck to both of them, quite frankly. And honestly, if we're being real, to big bear off that, Adrian, Giselle honestly has been setting up Robin for the okie doke for a very long time. But it, it is very confusing to me as that they this close and they the green eyed bandits together when... Giselle been set her up to get fed to the rules for quite some time now. But Robin, go for it, so why not? Why not? Because she would have sent me the picture like, oh, so when you going to release this to the chat? Or, oh, you holding on to this for something? But no, instead, you want to take it and and use it, and now you got this stuff with Juan out there. When you do plan, right? Yep. And the thing is, it wouldn't be so bad but that piece about him trying to pass women, like pass his, pass these women around to his boys without letting these women know, it's gonna look even worse with this lawsuit he has going on mm-hmm. because it's it's again it's tracking. You know what I'm saying that he's okay with allowing things to happen to people in his present presence without consent. So it just really doesn't look good. And like you said, this is why Robin should have minded her business. And uh, and again, Giselle is the puppet is the puppet master, mm-hmm. and Robin is the puppeteer because 
ain't no way in the hell I would have showed that picture and then been in the green screen like, yeah, Giselle sent this to me. It tracks again that you're nothing but a lap dog. Giselle know not to do it because she don't want nobody to bring up why Pastor Bryant was ran up out of Potomac. Mm-mm. But she keeps setting people up because why? Because why the fuck would she tell Mia that Wendy is jealous of her? Honestly, like I honestly believe that was one of those moments where Giselle was like, if they say I'm the bad guy, watch this. Because there's no way that Giselle Bryant believes that Wendy Os- Dr. Wendy Osifo is jealous of Mia Thornton, who don't even control her finances in her own company. She don't believe that for real. That was just some hot stirring shit she wanted to be doing. I absolutely do not believe she believes that. Like, if we being honest, even Giselle don't have more going on than Wendy. She got a defunct cosmetics company that she couldn't even keep going. And that shit was on target. Nobody was buying that shit. Like, girl, leave, leave us alone. And also, I truly believe that Mia does like Wendy. And she lashes out at Wendy because Wendy don't give her the time of day. I wholeheartedly believe she wants to have sex with that woman. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I don't think that's the rumor. I don't think it happened. I think at best Wendy was flattered, but I absolutely believe that Wendy, uh, that Mia has a thing for Wendy and she lashes out when Wendy don't pay her no attention. She definitely won't eat that thing from the back. For sure. In the front, in the side. While Eddie put it in her booty hole. That's what she wants. She want to have a threesome with the Osifos. <laughs> this podcast episode is getting dark. <laughs> well, that's kind of a light. Uh, all, all right. I mean, it's not dark. That's not that dark. I mean, Mia's probably a three hole quickie champ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a bad thing. Before we go, those reunion looks was not reunioning for Sharice. Just for Sharice. I, I feel like every. Giselle's look was almost there. Why do you got to wear that many rhinestones, Miss Mamas? Like, I believe when her and Jamal Bryant was married, she was probably a really good first lady because she's very tacky. And messy. And messy. Sharice. Somebody (laughs) came in my comments and said, all Sharice do is sit there and look like Eeyore. (laughs) 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 To me, Sharice looked like she always smelled her own fart like it, it just hit her in the face and she don't know what to do she always look uncomfortable always before we get up out of here we could let's discuss the elephant in the room shortly after that episode aired news broke that Juan and Robin had gotten married and they are indeed married but we haven't seen a marriage license yet but they're saying that they eloped and they got married and footage of it will air on the last episode before the reunion starts and people was talking about, see, my girl married my girl. I think your girl got married because she don't want to be called to testify against her husband in this lawsuit. Mm-hmm. I also think that acting, I don't think that um, Bravo or Andy knew they got married. Juan and Robin sent them some of the footage from their little, from when they eloped and they tacked it on to the end of the final episode. I don't believe we're going to see no, no, out no, strikingly beautiful footage from this wedding because why would you you didn't even have your parents there it's just giving very rushed and very trying to avoid something i was with robin in theory at the beginning of this episode when she was talking about why she really didn't need a big wedding 
I'm with her in theory, not an application. Cause I think, I think it's false. Cause why wouldn't you want your parents to be there? I'm not yeah, saying that don't make sense to me. Your guest wedding and the girls from Potomac. I didn't, but your parents aren't there because, and I'm going to be honest, especially when um, your parents raised Juan that boy. Went, no, especially when Juan went to your parents to get their blessing before he proposed. Like, so why wouldn't they be there? He included them in the re-proposal, but he, you know what I'm saying? That does, I don't know. I don't know. Something ain't right. Mm-mm. Well, that's all right. Yeah. So, yeah. Worst of luck. Yeah. Worst of luck. And we will see y'all back next week for the next Bye. set of mess. Bye, y'all. Peace Bye. Peace.